Hello, and welcome to this January 2023 message. I am so glad to be here. For those of you that are live, thank you so much for being here. And for those of you that are listening in the recording, thank you so much for being here. Let's start by taking two nice deep breaths, please. Okay. I feel a lot of love in this group from those of you that are live and from those of you that are listening to the replay. We see your your love aura is what we want to call it and your sense of caring and compassion for other people. You're sometimes wanting to know and figure out what's going on. We see you is what we want to start off with. We see you so clearly in so many ways. And we remember from our own journeys that it can be very challenging to feel like you can see yourself, like you are seeing yourselves clearly. What I would love to remind you of is that your ability to be your soulfulness, to be loving, compassionate, wise, to be godly does not require you seeing yourself clearly. There's nothing that can get in the way from you being your godliness. Your brain may think so. Your brain may actually be 100% convinced that, no, 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 I need to understand and I need to know and I need to have full awareness of all my layers and what's getting in my way. That would be an endless job because within space-time, there will always be at least one thing, probably a host of things that appear to be getting in the way or making it harder for you to be your godly nature. And let's talk about why we've been using that, that term, godliness, um, godly nature, godly energy. That term means something good to most people, okay? So when we say godliness, it tends to immediately allow your brain to think, oh, that's something better <laughs> than, than, the, than my usual self or than the rest of me. So the reason that we use the term godliness is because it helps your brain get in alignment and support you in imagining something wonderful that you are and that you have access to. Okay. All right. So yes, we're going to be um, informing the brain today in ways that it, it may be surprised by while also just helping lighten your spirit. Okay. Let's take another nice deep breath here, please. Deeper, deeper. Okay. One of my favorite things about Earth 
says Mother Mary. Is that the ability to love others for reasons that are beyond the brain is always there. Your ability to love another person in so many ways stems directly from your godly energy, your God state, your God nature. It wants to love another without reason, without perfection, without, you know, full healing and full clearing. It just wants to. And some of you are so beautifully connected to that loving center. In other words, so beautifully connected to your godliness that your ability and your inclination to love another isn't through it isn't through intention. It isn't through, oh, I have to remember. It's not reminders. There's no reminders on your phone probably of, oh yeah, that's right. I need to love other people, right? Some of you do this so naturally, but it can be hard, right? All of that human equipment can get in the way, can get in the way of you feeling your ability to be loving and caring, and maybe even soft and kind. And we know that. That's why we share the way that we do. It's why we, why we are here today supporting you and helping you feel seen and heard and understood. We do understand. And we always want to make it as easy as possible amidst the human design template that you're operating from within, amidst the nature of your reality and the strangeness of your, your arena of experience in your world. Because we see all that and we know all that, we, we truly delight in helping offer strategies and insights to, to make it feel and be easier for you to operate in your loving, caring way. There has been a litany of messages that we and other beautiful spiritual teachers have done to help you also love yourself. And <laughs> for some of you, um, that may have become what feels like a full-time job is loving yourself, caring about you, taking care of yourself, taking care and, you know, um, taking care of the human body, especially as it ages can feel and actually does become for many like a full-time job. <laughs> we see that too. There was a teacher, actually, a, there was a collection of teachers within your lifetimes. Thank you, Mary. That created this hypothesis that said, you can't love others until you love yourself. And that spawned 
and industry of healing and clearing and learning and growth to the point that many have devoted decades of high quality time towards trying to love themselves as much as they imagine God loves them. And I'm not known to be controversial, but I'm going to make the declaration today that I disagree with that hypothesis. Because your godliness, which could also be viewed as your angelic nature, was designed to love others. It was created to be a loving, godly energy and force in your reality, whether you knew how to love yourself or not, whether you fully embraced all your weaknesses or not, whether you had fully enlightened yourself or not, whether you had healed your shadow or not. So that whole collection of tasks and assignments and lessons was never on our list for you. But you get to make your own list when you're there. You get to decide as the creator energy that you are. You get to choose and elect who and what you are and why you're there. Hmm. So when I observe that process of self-love, I can't lie to you guys. I see so much pain. I see so much insecurity and doubt and suffering because that original hypothesis that that collection of teachers came up with was based on a sort of a, a linear once I once I start to love myself then I can love other people the way I really really want to love other people there was this sense of urgency maybe and no wonder so many devoted so much of themselves and their lives to that process of self-love because part of your nature part of your godly nature 
was oriented towards feeling for yourself like you were in your bodysuit and on the planet to love others as as God does and would. So you were working so hard. So many of you that were dedicated to that, making that hypothesis true, can be wondering if it was true. You were waiting to get to the good part where you got to love others. Loving yourself was, maybe some of you now, now are wondering like, what if that was never the task? What if, what if God loves me enough that I don't need to have that figured out as my humanness because I am enough. I am glorious, even if my human body suit and my human experience will never see that in myself. What if that is one of the gifts of source energy is that it, it's not, it's not encumbered by that, that part of the human design template, which can feel so heavy to the point in some cases of being self-loathing. What if that was never my burden? What if that was never my cross to bear? What if I can just set that down and no longer assign myself to that what feels like an impossible task? Why is it impossible? Part of it is those brains. <laughs> those, those brains are just so darn good at recognizing, oh, we're not perfect yet. Oh, this isn't ideal. Oh, that isn't, you know, up to a godly standard, you loser, you know, those, some of you have these brains that are like these impossible, you know, taskmasters that will just keep you in that, that sense of self-love school forever and ever and ever for multiple lifetimes. So I'm happy to hand you this, this freedom from that entire system and that just help you walk out the door of that self-love school so that you can get to the part that you felt possibly like you were always ready for and always designed for and always wanted to get to, which is loving other people. And you don't have to love yourself as much as you love other people. Is it great to love yourself? Of course it is. But there's a part of this system that that hypothesis denied. And let's point it out for you. So many of you gravitate or find yourselves among other people that are these human angels that are ready to love you, are designed to love you, are joyful about feeling and expressing and demonstrating God's love for you. So you don't have to do that for yourself. Because others will do it for you. Mary, I love you.
So whatever you don't love about yourself, it's okay. You don't have to. You never had to, you don't have to, and you never need to figure that out. That may be an unsolvable puzzle that you could just set down and possibly even forget about. For those of you that are practitioners and assist others, would you please share this message with them? Would you please offer this message to anyone you know that is having a hard time loving themselves? And to everyone you know that is ready to love others without restraint, without a reason, without another having done all their work or having figured everything out. Yeah. That's our request from you. For those of you that are not officially practitioners of love and healing and well-being, we invite you to, to share this message of love as you are led. Because it sure does make things easier to be you makes it easier for all of that godly energy that you guys have access to, to operate more fully and freely in your reality. <sighs> okay, sorry for that pause. <laughs> I was wanting to make another kind of controversial declaration here. And I felt like I wanted to get um, the okay sign <laughs> from the rest of the team and I just got it. So here we go. Similarly to this idea that there, there are teachers that have hypotheses, they feel like they have a truth and they share it. There's another Another handful of teachers along the way that felt like there was an agenda for that love. There was an end point. There was a goal. There was an objective. There was a mission about what this, what this love was for and where humanity would get to. I don't see things that way. And I observe that that type of love with an agenda has also been and continues to make everything harder for the angels that are on earth like you guys. And she knows. Okay. Jules knows is itchy. 
so when we say, when I say that there's not an agenda, what I mean is there isn't something specific from, from my design and blueprint that you are working towards or working for other than the overarching goal of an angelic incarnation or Christ consciousness architecture of incarnating on earth in order to be a demonstration and an emanation of the light of creator energy where it may feel like it's needed most. That's about as specific as the agenda gets from my perspective. Okay, some of you, I, I noticed that your brains are going towards the, the but what abouts? <laughs> what about them? Wouldn't that be great? right? Some of you are, your brains are listing off the things that you want to be on the agenda. I want that goal to happen. That, that would be great. It does sound great. But what if it doesn't happen? What if that is not within your control? What if that requires others to cooperate and they may not? And that doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It's that last part, isn't it? Because when there, when it does, when one is operating as if there is a specific agenda of love, it readily feels like you're not there yet. And it does the very same thing as the other, the other hypothesis that I disagree with, which is preventing you from feeling as fully operational as the godly, Christ-like, angelic, perfected source energy love and the energy transmission that you are. And I do want that to be as easy as possible for you <laughs> because to me, that's one of the main reasons why you're there, why you put yourself there, why you made a you to be there is for that. So anything that makes that harder or more complicated or way too thinky concerns me. Okay, there we go. Nice job. So anything that makes it harder 
within your operating system, your thoughts, your beliefs, certain community members, certain teachers or teachings. Would you please put a big kind of imaginary circle around it just so you can hone in your magnifying glass on that thing and just really be curious about it, examine it. And do you want that to be true for you? If it's making it harder for you to be the godly energy that you are, and it's optional, and you don't have to agree with it, and possibly by giving yourself some distance from it, you'll feel more fully operational as this beautifully designed God energy that you are. Okay. Because here's the thing. <laughs> we see everything. I see everything. And I know that, I mean, life, life is filled with things that that are heavy and are hard and are ready for God's love. And those aren't optional, <laughs> right? The, uh, the sadness of, you know, we're just, I've been observing Jill over the past, you know, a few days and months with her aging dog and a mom with the, the cancer diagnosis and and a 17-year-old daughter and a 20, almost 21-year-old daughter and just life, life, right? Life, running a business. Um, there's just so many ways that it's like, oh, that's hard today. Oh, that's hard today. Oh, that's still hard. Still going to be hard tomorrow. Because those things aren't just optional, <laughs> you know, those are those are just there and ready for you to, to be your love and be as loving as possible, not perfected of yourself in that situation, but, but, or, and allowing yourself to receive others love for you amidst those maybe harder situations in your life. Because those types of things are always there in some form or another and sometimes it feels like a storm of things to worry about and things that are hard um it's because of that nature of your reality and nature of human lives that it it makes it makes this message even more important because when you are consuming so much of your energy towards these hypothetical sorts of objectives and missions it it deprives you of some of your energy to more fully face and address the things in your life that are hard. That makes perfect sense, Mary. Oh, yeah, I do. Mary just said, do you want to blow your, blow your nose gel? I do. I do. Okay. So I'm going to pause the recording. Okay. <laughs> that feels way better. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. All right, that was self-love and action, right? Not perfection, just in action, operating. All right.
<sighs> okay. Oh, I just love where we are with this. Okay, Mary, what else? Yeah, okay. Um, so what else? I mean, some of you, the way it looks to me energetically is that you have yourself in this kind of locked away cage and emits this very intensive intense education and learning process of of self-love <laughs> and i'm sort of like maybe helping you remember the key to let yourself out of that cage and let yourself out into the world again um i didn't love myself perfectly i had yeah, it's kind of embarrassing to say, but I, I had insecurity issues. I was not as confident as Jesus. Um, Jesus had the confidence of a lion and the gentleness of a lamb. He really did. Um, and it was beautiful and it was intimidating at times that that insecurity, thank goodness that it, it, I didn't feel like it was my job to, you know, heal my insecurities. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this message today is because I, I could imagine, I could imagine how like, oh, that would like, I can't even imagine had I, had I been acting as if my life needed to be dedicated to healing and addressing and resolving my, ins any insecurities and all the insecurities that I had. Oh, phew, <laughs> you know, uh, I never, yeah, I would have, I would have been constantly doubting and questioning, like, how on earth was I supposed to be, and who made the mistake of letting me be Jesus's mother, <laughs> is what I would have, I would have been racked with, kind of, uh, that puzzling dilemma of somebody made a mistake, and I'm in the midst of this mistake, and how do I fix it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of you are giggling, thinking I can relate to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, some of you probably relate to that more in the sense of knowing that you have gifts of spirit, knowing that you are gifts of spirit, and yet are able to um, maybe easily find these areas of imperfection and areas of yourself that you do not love, and that your self-love process continues because of that. Yeah, it's like somebody made a mistake. I have these godly gifts, but, 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 but nothing, but nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> this does make it easier, doesn't it? Where is your brain now? Is it back into any patterns of what it thinks this will mean? You don't have to go there either. As the team, we've all found it very interesting that the way things happened with Jesus 
was designed and planned and that that was some sort of a specific agenda because that was not our perspective. Even though Jesus did have premonitions of a scenario and was wanting to warn us um, about that, it doesn't mean it was the plan. So now we're back to these strange human design templates again, aren't we? That the, the human design system, not just the brain, but also the, the gut brain, right? There's a, there's a lot of your wiring that needs to know somehow there has to be a plan. There has to be a don't know. Do we understand the mission? <laughs> like in a militant sort of way. And this is not the military. <laughs> Humanity is not the military. There may not be a mission. There may not be a plan. And there probably isn't. And if there is, you should be suspicious that that's true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Somehow to the human system, for many of you, it can just feel incredibly comforting to think especially because life can be and is so hard. It's like there, there better be a purpose. There better be a meaning. Uh, there better be a plan, gosh darn it, or, or I'm out, right? But the thing is, you're in. <laughs> and you're very in. You can't be more in. Um, you're in the bodysuit. After all, you're fully operating in your human design template. And this notion that there has to be a plan or that you're obstinate, that there has to be a mission is making it harder for you to fully operate in your godliness within the human design template, within that bodysuit that you're so beautifully occupying right now. So all of these beautiful spiritual gifts and abilities sometimes get sneakily roped in and tied in like a rodeo to these notions that there's a plan and that there's a purpose and that there's a mission. Um, when we look at even divinity tools, right? that means this and this energy is getting us towards that right again like soldiers <laughs> it's just there's this constant soldier and mission and military type of construct but you don't have to look at it that way i know you're i know you may feel like you're surrounded by it and it's everywhere but it isn't it's not here it's not here right now <laughs> right it's it's not in the work that we do as the team via Jill. That's not what we do. So you are not surrounded by it. There are other alternatives. And you can receive any love and benefit that you, that you as you do from any of those divinity tools and 
teachings and teachers and communities, there is, you are surrounded by loving forces and, and there will, there will always be something to nitpick and something that could be better and something, something or someone that's not there yet. That's, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. Yes, you're correct. We see that and you see that and we agree with you that it's not perfection, but it's not I know, I got it. I just need a minute. If there's a mission on earth, especially within humanity, it's imperfection. And loving it anyway. How can that whole idea of imperfection just be so melty in your hearts, right? It just... <laughs> Jill came up with this term a long time ago, probably eight years ago. God goo. <laughs> this is God goo. <laughs> Just getting a text could be from a lot of different <laughs> people of her inner circle. A bit better. Take a peek at that and just make sure it's not urgent. Oh, it's her hubby. We're going to read it too. Hopefully, Jeff won't mind. As an example of how so many of you are so surrounded by love. Okay, this is from her husband, Jeff, to her and the two daughters. Happy New Year to my favorite three. <laughs> Let's make 2023 the best ever. I love you. Okay, I just have to pop in here and I promise to let Mother Mary come back in. <laughs> Talking about imperfection. The, oh my God, this is hilarious. The, the girls and I always laugh because Jeff does not do emojis. He only does periods for, for punctuation. <laughs> so now I'm going to read it as a, just a silly, a silly way, which I don't even want to now because it's so perfect and it is, but <laughs> happy new year to my favorite three, period. Let's make 2023 the best ever, period. Love you, period. <laughs> no exclamation points, no hearts. <laughs> and it's perfect, isn't it? Well, now I have to respond. That 
is beautiful. Period. I am in. Period. <laughs> okay, I do have to blow my nose again. Hang on a second, please. Oh my goodness. No wonder I didn't put on makeup today. <laughs> okay. MM, what you got? M squared. The big mother. So some of you didn't get a message like that from a spouse, but I bet I bet you came across a happy new year, um, love you type of message from at least somebody, maybe in your inner circle, maybe online, but I know all of you have been offered a loving 2023 happy new year blessing type of sentiment from someone from somewhere. Did you receive it? For those of you who want an assignment and love to be a student or love to pretend you're in the military, then an army of love. <laughs> um special forces of christ consciousness <laughs> i'll give you an assignment i would like you to look back through however you interact with others whether it's a phone sitting right next to you or a computer or email whatever social media and look through your messages and look for the love that's being offered to you. And because of this experience that you received today, thank you, might you let yourself receive more of that love to assist you wherever you have not yet conquered loving yourself because it doesn't have to be specific that love you don't need to ask yourself or anyone else to love your most shadowy energy or your most complicated or insecure or completely messed up layers of you we see all of it. You couldn't hide it from us if you tried. And we love you. So that doesn't have to be your job to love it. We will do it for you. Our God energy does that for us. So now what do you want to do? With the godliness you are with the love that you are, even if it's easier for that love to shine upon others and harder for you to shine it on yourself. You don't have to shine it on yourself because there's all of those others, including us, that are shining on you 
with love for you. Mary, thank you. That was perfect. Period. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who feels love right now? I know I do. And it doesn't make me perfect in the ways that I want to be perfect as my Jill. And I'm not going to try to perfect <laughs> that part of me that wants to be perfect. I'm just going to let the love in. And let my gifts be and shine and operate as fully as possible and try not to get in their way. Perfect. Okay. I am going to um, do that transcription thing for this one that, um, that I do, that I've done for some of the other programs that we've done together. Um, so where I post this at, I think it was jomaneefeeler.com forward slash January 2023 forward slash. Um, for those of you that like a written love letter, <laughs> you will have that option. It's, um, it probably won't be perfect. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but it'll, it, it should do. Um, for those of you that are very visual, that's super helpful to have it written down. Um, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I'm in a love, I'm in a love, love zone, love bubble. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Those of you that are of this era, do you guys remember Billy Ocean, the love zone? Okay. The lyrics, I'm just, as I was just about to sing it, I was like, the lyrics in that song are amazing. Okay. Billy Ocean, the love zone. I don't have my glasses on. Okay. <clears throat> I'll keep you warm night and day in the love zone. You don't have to be alone. Together we can live and learn in the love zone. 
Come rest your head on my shoulder and we'll count the stars in the night. I want to feel you beside me. Oh, just holding you tight. I want to give you little tenderness, letting you know that you're loved. Oh, I want to hold you close to me to keep you warm night and day in the love zone. You don't have to be alone. Together we can live and learn in the love zone. Oh, baby, don't you know, I'll do the best I can to be good for you. But when love's a guarantee, there is no mystery. You'll never be a stranger out there on your own in the love zone. The babies are funny, by the way. Come, <laughs> come with me, baby. Your love made the difference in my life. You'll never be alone. Love zone. You don't have to be alone. Again, we're back to the chorus. Together we can live and learn in the love zone. So come along with me, baby. Oh, now we've got a yeah. <laughs> so come along with me, baby. Yeah. I, I keep you warm night and day. Come rest your head on my shoulder. We can count the stars every night. Oh, I want to feel you beside me. Okay, I have to see who wrote the song. Oh, it's multiple writers. Barry James Eastman, Billy Ocean, Wayne Anton, Brothwaite. Love Zone. Billy Ocean. Do you guys remember Billy Ocean? I do, clearly, <laughs> clearly, and thank you. That was so perfect. In the love zone. And there was like those 80s kind of da 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 sorts of sounds. Yeah. Together we can live and learn in the love zone. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song for any of you who missed it. You may want to go back, check that one out. Okay, I love you guys. Let me see who's here today so I can say hello. Let me grab my glasses. My glasses, are these the ones with the floppy? Yep, yep, this one, look at. <laughs> Just all the demonstrations of the imperfection in my life. My glasses are dirty. We're good, okay. Um, hello, Renee. Oh, there's lots of little happy new year. See all the love, all the happy new year messages you guys sent to each other when I was running late. Uh, Renee, Connie, Raquel, Karen, love you guys so much. Jean, <laughs> Renee, <laughs> no, she just said she wrote out period and then three exclamation points in a heart. I know. Oh my gosh. Uh, Connie said that was perfect. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Alicia. <laughs> she just said to Jill from Alicia, I love your imperfection. <sighs> Gives me permission to express myself more with all my imperfections. <laughs> Got you covered then, girl. <laughs> I, yeah, it's this, I'm a recovering perfectionist, right? I'm and a high functioning idealist. And I, it's been important for me, and maybe especially with this work that I'm honest with myself about my imperfections. So, I mean, I uh, thank God made the decision years ago as I started my work. Like, I, I think, oh, that was a condition, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was a 
conditioned upon my agreement. Jesus just reminded me that I was like, okay, wait a minute. Okay. Okay. So I've got these gifts. I get it. Late thirties figuring that, you know, realizing this. Um, yeah, that's true. And it wasn't that I wasn't operating my gifts, if you will, earlier. It just wasn't in this context and wasn't within this belief system. Um, thank you. Jesus said, but she's been channeling her whole life. Um, I never looked at it that way, but, but I hear you and I receive that. Anyway, um, there was a part of my Jill, like, okay, wait a minute. We're not going to, we're not going to, I don't have to pretend I'm perfect. Do I? <laughs> cause, cause I'm not, and I know I'm not, um, do I have to hide my perfections? And they were, I literally felt my sense of my team just going, you get to do it how you want to do. Um, you know, when I started the podcast, I was like, I don't have to play music. I don't listen to on my own. Right. Cause I, I don't play, is it Diva Primal? Who's beautiful. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've heard the music and it is beautiful. I have no, uh, no diss of it. It's just not what I listen to. That isn't, that isn't what makes me feel. That isn't, that isn't what I go to. I go to Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> and then I started listening to country music almost a, well, a year and a half ago, maybe not even a year ago. Maybe it was exactly a year ago, actually. Um, yeah. So Morgan Wallen, I love Morgan Wallen. Talk in Tennessee. I, I haven't gotten tired of it yet. Anyway, that's such a great song. Um, anyway, so I, I totally do things my own way. I don't, yeah, I don't have anything tie-dye in my closet. I do have Birkenstocks though. <laughs> I don't have a lot of flowy skirts. Um, yeah, I still like skinny jeans, even though I probably shouldn't be wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> it's okay. I do. Boot, I can't get into bootcut jeans. But anyway, this is, we're getting really trivial now and I don't want to. So, okay. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Anyway, Alicia, I'm super happy that by demonstrating, owning, not trying to hide my imperfections has been helpful to you, sister. <laughs> I'm, I am super happy about that. All right, let me read more here. Hello, Jean. She said, such a great reminder. It does not have to be perfect to be beautiful. Love you always, Jill. XOXO, I really appreciate all the messages given today. Oh. I felt it too, Jean. <laughs> I felt it too. Oh, and can I just, Jean, I hope you don't mind that I'm doing this, but there is a beautiful conversation that Jean did with, um, with Lee Harris. And it's beautiful, you guys. I just, I felt so much of that. And Jean, I think you know this. I, I just feel that Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene energy so much in you and Lee Harris is lovely. I mean, he's so angelic and so, so beautifully godly in so many ways. I know there's a, a lot of, you know, about Lee and, you know, a part of his maybe community and uh, listen to his messages and so forth. So that it's on YouTube. Sorry. I have something in my eye. Um, it's on YouTube. So just do YouTube Lee Harris and Jean Trebek, T-R-E-B-E-K. Um, yes, that Trebek. So, and anyway, it's just a beautiful, like 45 minute conversation. I highly recommend it. 
<laughs> she just said, oh, thank you, Jill. XO, 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 XO. <laughs> Lots of XOs. Kiss hug, kiss hug, kiss hug. Yes. Oh, Jean, I love you. And Jean, I meant to, when I emailed you the other day, I wondered, do you have, do you have scars on your ankles from our bug bites in Egypt? I have scars. Jean and I definitely were the, the most loved by the bugs <laughs> in Egypt on the Nile cruise. There were these little can't or my mom calls them no these tiny little bugs that you can't see that just like they they literally bite you and they get itchy and ever some people were not affected at all bless them bless them bless them um they loved they loved my ankles and they loved jean's ankles <laughs> she said ha, ha, ha no i don't but boy that was crazy that was crazy oh i'm so glad you don't have scars yeah i was at the dermatologist for my annual appointment and and i she said she said, are those bug bites? And I'm like, yeah. Anyway, so we talked about maybe ways of getting rid of the scars or I'll just own the imperfection alongside my collection of imperfections. And it's a great story, but nobody asked me. But anyway, they are a great story. They're a great reminder of a great trip. Anyway, and I'll try and remember to include the link of the conversation with them. Um, with Lee and Jean, and she, Jean just said, true, it was a great trip. Okay, I love you guys. Anything else that you guys wanna add today? I love you. I definitely am not, I'm not gonna disagree with Mother Mary saying that um, we're asking you guys to share this with others. I'll make sure and put it as um, an unlisted video or a public video even. Um, thank you to those of you that are um, premium members. I, I appreciate you guys so much. I love what we've created together. And I, I definitely feel um, more often that there's this, the business side of me is like, I want to respect the fact that you guys paid for this. And I would, I would not be happy if I walked into a movie theater and paid, you know, 10 bucks or whatever for a ticket and then the little snacks and all that stuff. And then other people were just walking in for free. Um, so if that, if that bothers you that you paid for something that others are getting for free, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not meaning to, um, I'm not meaning to be a bother or be unprofessional business wise, or, and I'm definitely always, I'm definitely always intending to act with an integrity. Um, thank you for, again, for your premium membership, that support helps me constantly improve things. The website is a huge improvement right now. Um, there are so many things that I invest in back in the business. It helps support me. Um, there is no offering plate with my work, right? Um, there's no offering plate being passed around by my Jill likes having, you know, her own, you know, finances to do things. And anyway, I don't want to taint this message with these types of things. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, Connie just said, please make it public. And Renee said, not a problem for me. Okay, good. So for those of you that it is, I'm sorry. And for those of you that want to be uh, contributing to messages like this, and um, I greatly appreciate it. I am in, I'm in the world too. <laughs> and, and I have glasses that are broken <laughs> and all the all these silly things anyway i love you guys it's it's all it's all good anyway you know where to find me that is a great way to support our work is through the premium membership um it's i greatly appreciate it so thank you so much to all of you i love you bye-bye any other interesting things that you see on the website they're there for you the blog area of the website's a wonderful place for free resources there are a lot of for pay um offerings that we have 
and they're amazing and they are super, super helpful. And there's a lot of the beautiful people that are, that are here live that do those types of things regularly. And, and I'm happy to help support the light that you are in this reality, just as Barry said. So, okay. So happy new year. Cheers to an amazing 2023. Big hugs and love, not because it was perfect, to 2022. Um, thank you for all that you offered 2022. I'm grateful. Um, I'm mad at you. <laughs> Gave my mom cancer. I'm just teasing. Um, I'm just giving you a big hug and thanking you for being all that you are. Um, I accept you fully. Um, not accepting you fully is not serving of me or the light or the godliness that I am. I receive you. I bless you. I, <laughs> I also let you go 2022 and 2023. I am a unending optimist. I am optimistic about you. I am, I am, I am hopeful. I am. I'm always hopeful and I can't wait to see what 2023 is and will be and what will make it. And thank you for the opportunity for being here in a bodysuit amidst this upcoming year. I don't want to be anywhere else than right here, right now. So let's do it. Yeah, I don't know military command, but forward, march. <laughs> Let's go. I love you guys. Mwah. Love you guys so much. Kisses, hugs, hugs, hugs. I love you guys so much. Thank you for sharing this. As soon as I send it out, I'll send it out in the, I'll just send it out probably in the newsletter. Um, anyway, maybe tomorrow. I don't know, I don't know what, I, what I feel right about there because I'm always like, but wait, the members. Anyway, I'll get over myself and get, get this taken care of. But as soon as you have the recording, you can do whatever you want with it. I love you. Bye-bye.